0: Well, Kurt, this morning, we have Lori Kelly with us uh, on the radio broadcast this morning, and we want to welcome you, Lori, to our program.
1: Thank you. Lori, I think you're one of the newest, if not the newest addition uh, to the Haven of Rest family and specifically the Harvest Home. And so when did you start working at uh, at the Harvest Home or the Women's Division?
2: I started working about a month ago. I did some shadowing training, and now I'm working on my own for two weeks. Okay.
0: Well, you know, Lori, as we look at what God has done in your life, um, we're very thankful for what he has done. But you actually uh, came to the mission before that, maybe five or or six years ago. Why don't you share a little bit about what brought you to the Haven of Rust at that time?
2: Yeah, I had uh, uh, been um, busy doing all the wrong things and uh, found myself homeless. I came into the Haven specifically because I knew that it was a faith-based mission. And I was born and raised in church, so it never left me, although I left it for a while. Um, So I did. I came here because I needed a home and because it was a faith-based place. And I was working at the time, too, so, you know, I just basically needed the the bed to sleep in at night.
1: Mm -hmm. How did you hear about the Haven at that time?
2: (laughs) Yeah, at that time, I guess my dad had mentioned it years and years ago. I had an uncle that stayed here. So I I just always heard the name mentioned, and it could have been from anywhere. And I don't know, God just put it in my head, I'm sure, because, you know, I ended up there and I'm still here.
0: (laughs) Well, it's interesting. Five years ago, uh, you came to the mission. You were seeking help. You were Mm -hmm. looking for a place to stay. Why don't you tell us a little bit about when you came through the Harvest Home Doors, What was the program that was offered to you? Because you've been involved in a lot of aspects of the Harvest Home. And I'd like to bring our listening audience up to some of the things that you experienced as somebody that needed help. And then we'll talk about some of the exciting things that are going on now in your life as well.
2: Yeah, when I came in, um, they already had a a, a, um, program established. That was Lydia's Purse. And we made just a plain, basic chill bag out of um, lightweight furniture fabric. And then Amy Pryor and Miss Yvette. At the time, we're getting another program going called Future Story. We sewed product for the shop that Mm -hmm. ended up out of Hartville Marketplace. Mm -hmm. So, um, like I said, we sewed product, inventoried the shop, and I worked out there, helped manage it for a while um, until I I moved on from the Haven with another job. Mm
1: -hmm. While you were at the Haven, um, I know that you had taken part in other programs as well. Um, spiritually, what did the Harvest Home um, mean mean to you?
2: Spiritually, uh, I came back to my spiritual life here because I, I, you know, I would come in from work and go to the chapel, which I always look forward to, and then I was involved in. Um, Maybe a Bible study? I was involved in Bible study. We mm-hmm. did Bible study every morning, and I didn't have to be to work until later, so I could do the Bible study. And Miss Thelma was awesome. She taught us Bible study. And then um, just in, in the programs that they taught us about, how people get stuck in homelessness and, um, and how God, you know, falls into that and helps us through those. And so we don't have to be stuck, like, through the government and stuff like mm-hmm. that.
0: Well, you know, Lori, obviously as you went through the, the Harvest Home, you went through obviously the discipleship classes that were yes. offered,
2: yeah. uh, the
0: spiritual aspect of Christ, who is Christ and who He is to you, going okay. to church, okay. uh, and then going into the, the Future Story program. Uh, you've been a part of that Future Story program for a while. How many years have you been a part of that, and what what, what do they do there?
2: I've been a, far, a part of Future Story since its beginning, and it's been three, three or four years now. Hmm. I was... Um, it was already in the midst. They already had the shop, pick, the shop picked out out at Hartville. And I got to go out and see it and be in the, be helpful and decorate decorate it. So then we sewed inventory. We did aprons and all kinds of um, sewing projects. And then people would, would give us an, a suggestion of something they might be looking for. So we'd sew it and put it into the shop and sell it. Um, and then I worked out there for a while, mainly on the weekends, ran the shop and, uh, you know, worked with the customers and everything. Um, and then... And then I moved on and went to, I'm um, outside employment where I continued sewing, at a uh, industrial sewing facility.
1: Where did your interest in sewing and abilities uh, in sewing uh, developed? Is that something that you were just born with, so to speak?
2: Right. Um. When I was in school, we had HOMAC, and part of homec was sewing and cooking, and I liked sewing. I picked it up, picked up on it, and sewed. Um, then later in life, when I started having children, I would sew Halloween costumes and make curtains for the house and that type of thing. I had a little old sewing machine for my grandmother. And then I got away from it for years and years and years. So my thought is, and I'm quite sure, God brought me back to it through the Haven. Mm. Um, because what I'm doing with sewing now in my life, and have done. So it's just been waiting to happen over the years mm-hmm. so when i came here i knew how to sew and i could you know help with the shop and do these jobs and have my own company now that it all came through me at the haven yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> well you know kurt we've seen a lot of the products that the ladies sew at future story i mean these these tote bags uh, mm-hmm. you guys just do aprons just so many beautiful things so and you guys have the freedom to create your own patterns and your designs is that yeah. correct let mm-hmm. me talk a little bit about that freedom
2: and it's really your creativity, is that correct? Yeah, it is. I mean, you know, uh, aprons sell well out there. People want aprons, um, different styles. They can suggest something to us. So we have the freedom to use our imaginations and come up with the design, use whatever fabric we want. We do do special orders, so if somebody wants something specific, we make it for them. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's fun. It's, it's just an amazing thing. It's God-given talent and meeting the people that we've worked with and just the people and customers at Hartville. Pretty cool.
1: So, how does the um, program, the So Powerful program, work? Can you give us like a just a glimpse of um, what a a lady would would experience going through that?
2: The So Powerful now is um, run a little bit different from Future Story. I don't know all that much about how it's run, but I know they are uh, learning to sew. Uh, They still have the Tote program, Mm -hmm. which they learn to sew there from scratch, and the So Powerful is more advanced. Sowers that have been in and graduated from Future Story, mm-hmm. um, and they do—they do have the opportunity to earn a stipend from from that mm-hmm. for their work because they have to um, contract to you know come and do the program, mm-hmm. which is the programs that i have been involved in too. You know, you wanted to finish them, so there wasn't a uh, there wasn't a problem there. Mm-hmm. But it's just a way the girls to da- get into maybe their own business someday too.
0: Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, Lori, as we talk, uh, there's been a lot that's that has been said here. Uh, coming through the program, you talked a little bit about the spiritual aspect, the social enterprise mm-hmm. in regards to the future story. Now a little bit about So Powerful. In the midst of this, uh, you ended up uh, moving out, and you start talked a little bit about your first job in industry, sewing. That yeah. lasted for about? Almost two years. And then you went into another.
2: Yeah, that was just a short little little, little stuff. But it was
0: all—it was tied into some of the skills that you learned here. Right. Oh,
2: definitely. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. And then um, you end up back here at the Haven Arrest. Why don't you talk a little bit about you got hired in here about a month ago. What has that been like for you?
2: Oh, it's been fun. Amazing. I'm enjoying it. Um, yeah, I do. I'm a supervisor in the Women's with Children Division of the Haven. So I have the opportunity to Meet the, the young women and their children and work closely with both of them. Um, it's, it's just an amazing position. You know, they, they have such problems and troubles. And it takes, you know, a few days maybe to warm up to somebody. But once they warm up to you and it, we can just talk about anything, we work out problems. Um, they just begin to trust you. And we become a big family. And that's just a short time I've actually been involved. So mm-hmm. it's amazing. <laughs>
1: So some people might be listening for and never have. This might be the first time hearing about the Haven of mm-hmm, Rest, mm-hmm. and so um, in your role there as uh, supervisor, okay. okay. In your role there, um, maybe explain why uh, you do what you do. I mean, you, you shared with us about talking with them, but um, what is your central purpose in um, you know working the sh- working the shift okay. and in you know, are you kind of the glue that holds everything together? What's the uh, what? You know, why have a supervisor
2: there? <laughs> um, I've walked in their shoes, so I'm sorry. You know, are you it, the thread? Yeah, sewn wove through
1: the the program. Sorry.
2: Um. Yeah. I um. Because we have there's other employees there as well, and they have their own jobs and meetings, and so I am. I'm kind of like when they're busy, the women come to me. I supply their You know, their needs as far as. If they're cleaning, if they're cooking, if they need something, I find it for them. I go get it. Um, and then I help them out with chores, whatever they need. I basically, you know, they ask and I, you know, I help provide for them, you know, what I can. And then we work through their problems. Mm-hmm.
1: And somebody's got to be there, right, to make sure the, the whole house is running the way it's right, supposed to be running. Exactly. Now your boss wants it run. Yep.
2: Right? Yeah, yep. <laughs>
0: Okay. Well, you know, Lori, as we get close to wrapping things up here, we have a few more minutes here. Um, I promised... Uh, you and I talked to Kurt. That some, there's been some things that have been going on in your personal life, and you, you talked a little bit about uh, some things with your daughter. Yeah. Uh, and I, boy, I tell our listeners would love uh, to hear that and pray as we talk a little bit about that. Um, if you if you if you want to share a little bit about that, if you can.
2: Yeah. Um, about a year and a half ago, my daughter was diagnosed with lung cancer, mm. and uh she had, she had her lung removed and she had chemo, surgery, and radiation. And it came back to her brain. So um, they didn't get the cancer. And when lung cancer continues, it usually moves up. So it went to her brain. She had surgery to have that removed. And um, basically then at that point, she was they were labeling her as terminal because they weren't going to be ever doing radiation or chemo again. Just continuing with the um, continuing with the immune um, program. Mm -hmm. Well, two days ago from this day, she was trying to get a hold of me. I was at work and didn't have my phone on me, but she was at City Hospital because um, she had had a headache, or a pain in her head, which she knew what it was, and she was diagnosed again that the uh, cancer came back again. Mm. So so she's waiting now for her. It's a little bit different now because she can't just have the surgery because with the radiation treatments, there's a strong possibility that it won't heal correctly because the radiation does do skin damage real deep into the skin like blood vessels and all that kind of stuff that you just don't go in there and cut open in the same place again. Mm. So we that's what our prayer is, just to give, you know, guidance, comfort and my daughter is a Christian, she she's got a long road still to go on that, so her life's really cut short, you know. So just pray for her comfort and her right you know, decision she makes it that she can just deal with it.
1: <laughs> well, thank you for uh, being so honest, and mm-hmm. and uh, I can't imagine how difficult uh, these days must be, and to get that news again for her and and mom as well. So, um, I, you know, normally we ask uh, for for prayer uh, for those guests that are here, but you just have shared your prayer request yeah. and sharing your heart with us. So, um, I think we'll just kind of uh, leave it at that uh, for for today. Mm-hmm. And I want to thank you for sharing about the uh, ministry that you have now at the uh, Harvest Home, and thank you for sharing about what God's done through your life and how He's uh, used your uh, abilities and talents uh, to uh, uh, to uh, provide a career for you uh, and also uh, to uh, to probably help others and encourage others as well. So, uh, Lori, thank you again, and uh, we'll be also be praying as you uh, enter into this. Uh, uh, next month of of work yeah. that you'll uh, those ropes will become a little shorter right. and you'll as you're learning them and uh you'll be able to uh uh you know just have a continued good uh I guess orientation uh yes. to the uh, to the harvest home and we'll be praying for your daughter as well thank so you. i think this is probably be a good time to uh to bring the interview to a close and thank you for uh for sharing
2: well, thank you for having me thank you thank you lori thank you.